Anthony on Air podcast. Frankie C is back Damn on right. this episode. Glenn Maxwell update. She's losing again. Uh, plus, uh, Brian Laundry Crazies. Crazies. Uh, we'll update you on Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, Travis Scott. You could pick your own Sopranos crew on this episode. Ooh. Paul Rudd making some news. We've got two sexy men right here. Paul Rudd's not the only sexy, sexy guy on this episode. Uh, speaking right. of, Jeffrey oh, Tubin will address Frank gaslighting me. And a brothel is offering up quite the incentive for getting the jab oh. all on this episode. Which jab? You know the jab. Oh, okay. I don't <laughs> know. A, actually, that's a great question, Frank. All right. Uh, all that on this episode. Let's go. Ghislaine Maxwell. Um, she appealed for her fourth bid for bail on Tuesday. She was denied. No surprise there. Right. Uh, judge ruled in favor of the prosecution and called her lawyer's arguments better suited to tabloids than briefs. Today, a judge ruled that a psychologist who has studied the grooming of sexual abuse victims could testify at her trial. An expert witness, Maxwell's attorneys, had sought to block. So the government is trying to get uh, this uh, psychologist on the, t on the uh, stand. Maxwell's people trying to block. They got it through. So good for them. Also, Maxwell's, um, we talked about this on the last episode, what Glenn's Mac, Glenn Maxwell's defense was going to be. And she was trying to get this person. It was two things. One, an expert, mind you, that would testify that people have false memories when it comes to abuse. And also the halo effect, whereas Epstein used his brilliance to manipulate people into serving his needs. So basically... You can't hold them responsible because they were under his. Can't hold who responsible? Freakish control. Ghislaine. Oh, I see. It, so, it wasn't was her a, fault. She was under was the halo a, effect of. Epstein. He was a wizard. Right, right, right. So um, Maxwell's expert who was going to testify to this, uh, the government contended in a letter to the judge that that expert was unreliable, irrelevant, and squarely within the knowledge of the average juror. Um, rather than focus on narrowly, rather than focus narrowly on reliable opinions that would have that would be relevant to the issues of this case, the defendant proposes to have her experts testify broadly about a wide variety of topics, from testimony about various psychological disorders to testimony regarding the generation of false memories in laboratory settings that are not helpful to the jury. Prosecutors wrote on Monday. Uh, Maxwell's lawyers have indicated in court filings that they intend to call Loftus, a psycho psychologist and frequent expert witness for the defendants to testify about research showing that false memories can be described with confidence, detail, and emotion, just like true memories. Uh, the government, however, is arguing that Loftus should not be permitted to offer any opinions on witness credibility or be described as a or to describe a victim with an alleged false memory as a liar or deliberate liar. Yeah, I mean, false memories is a, is a real thing um, that people go through. They have that. That's a psychological thing. Um, but what, what does that have to do with, I mean, they're saying her testimony is not going to be very reliable? Right. They're saying this is bullshit. Wait, so the prosecution is saying that. 
prosecution, the government is saying right. that that if you call this Loftus, this is bullshit. So we'll wait to see if we'll actually get um uh Loftus. Okay. On there. Uh I thought they I thought they said no. Um I mean I feel like in a case like this you would want every expert in every thing that has to do with all of this, wouldn't you? Why why wouldn't you did why would you deny an expert witness when it comes to especially psychology when when you're dealing with someone like this well i mean how true is it that a person can have a, a false memory and describe like you're basically you can then discredit every single victim with that not i mean false memories are they're definitely a thing it happens people you know remember things that that either didn't happen or they um you know you remember something happened but it didn't happen the time that you thought it did like you uh you, you, you know you remember like this happened and it can only have happened at, during this time but in reality those two things don't match up you know so it's like your memory again a witness's memory it, it's hard to nail down that's why a lot of i think trials you know you need more than just witnesses especially when it's from many years ago um which i hope they i'm sure with all the documents that that have been dumped and everything is hopefully more than just witnesses but um in this case when you have multiple witnesses that certainly helps right well i mean i i guess i mean i i'm not i don't know if i 100 percent buy what you're saying not that you're saying it i get it it's a it's a real thing i guess that can happen to somebody can it happen to 400 girls right now when you have when you have multiple witnesses that all saying the same thing then yeah you're, you're i mean that's not a false memory right. i mean that's uh, that's corroborated that you know of course that definitely the more witnesses saying the same thing the better obviously yeah which is so i mean it's almost kind of counterproductive to their case when you think because like it looks like a it looks like an attempt to just discredit a victim and and when you have like multiple like how are you gonna you know i think that makes well, it if it's one person i get it. it but like you said it's multiple people you're not gonna be able to get that for every single one of them well that's the point of the 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 government's case the government says was well, probably gonna say yeah there's false memories but when we have all these people saying the same thing that kind of knocks the false memory theory out the window Right. And that's and, and and that's a that's a total defense attorney tactic. Right. Like we don't have to get people to think that Glenn Maxwell is innocent. We just have to get the jury to doubt the witnesses or the victims or the accusers in this particular right. case. That's right. The like they don't need to. They don't. They, it could look really bad. But if they put a bit of doubt in their minds about this one with this particular instance and that person in that particular, like, that's how they're going to start to like. Yeah, oh. but you got to discredit every single one of them. Yeah, that's I a mean, lot. That's you, a lot. You might be able to discredit maybe one or two. But when you have, I don't know how many there are, you know, it's, it gets a lot harder. And I'm sure they have a bunch. You have, I don't know. I don't know what the number is, but if you have more than a dozen saying this is what happened and they're yeah. all saying the same thing that's why she's Harder. paying out the ass for lawyers my friend yeah is that a light bulb to... umbrella behind you 
That is a lamp without the lampshade. Oh, okay. It looks like a it looked like an umbrella a little bit. I'm like, that's a pretty badass umbrella. That would be a bad a, an umbrella with a light bulb. Yeah. That's interesting. I've seen lightsaber umbrellas. Which, really? Which I do have like the just, you know, the the shaft in the middle. That's what she said. Is uh is a lightsaber and then you know you have the umbrella. That's what I which is something I want to get. A shaft in the middle or a lightsaber umbrella? Yes. <laughs> Brian Laundry craziness right after we tell you about our favorite coffee, Jumpstart Coffee Company. There it oh. is in my muggeroo right there. Look at it. Delicious. Delicious. Beautiful. Got my a, new dark roast bag here. Day today, my friend. I was up early. I was running around. This and that. And kids and this and that. And kids and this and that. All you had to do was say kids. This is Everybody a, understands. This is a welcome addition uh, during the show here in our wonderful merch mo You got some merch on right now, Frank, don't you? You got right. your wearing the uh, famous silhouette shirt on that you designed yourself. Looking yeah, good. Got the logo. Looking good. It's comfy. The fabric is awesome. Loving it. Um, great coffee, great cause. Of course, uh, the oh god, it's just so it's. Just wait a second while I get another. Oh, here we go. Let me get another poll here. Mm. Oh, my God. It's so flavorful. I absolutely love it. Put a little almond milk in mine. You can have it straight up. My wife likes it black. That's what she said. Uh, 15% off when you use the promo code AOA15. I feel like we don't even need Janine anymore because we've been so conditioned by her. We've, yeah. I mean, we we fill in the gaps. That's what she said Do when she's not here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear her voice in your head after you say something and then before you say that that's what she because that's what I hear in my head. When I close my eyes, I see this and I hear and she's talking. She's going, that's what you did. Yeah. When I <laughs> when I started to say my wife likes her coffee black, which is true. I just immediately heard Janine. I saw her on the screen, too, saying yeah. doing this. Right. And exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um. That little <laughs> people are like, we have to stop that noise. I'm like, I'm trying. I'm trying to get her to use the equipment. That's part of her it. charm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Jumpstart Coffee Company, best coffee I've ever had. 50% of their profits go to the Navy SEAL Foundation. Indeed. I mean, what That's a amazing. wonderful, what a wonderful cause. Uh, freedom. That's basically our freedom right there is the Navy SEALs. That's what they're fighting for for us. Uh, and Jumpstart Coffee Company is helping them, of course, especially when they get to veteran status. Just extraordinary. Check out all the information on Jumpstart Coffee Company. Click the link in the description of this episode or click the banner on the homepage of anthonyonair.com. You can check out our merch, past episodes, and, of course, get your Jumpstart Coffee Company. And don't forget to use that promo code AOA15. Save yourself some 15% on the greatest coffee I have ever, ever it had. It is wonderful. Uh, Brian, so what Lundry is this craziness? What, is, what are we talking yeah. about? Okay, so supposedly there is a woman who spends five hours a day in Florida searching for more of Brian Laundry's remains. Just some woman. Just some woman. Um, she's been there uh, for days. A TikTok user with the account called. Chronicles of Olivia posted a video of the unidentified woman at the Carlton Reserve where she has been for the past 10 days 
searching for additional remains from Brian Laundrie. The Sun initially reported this, but obviously if you saw it on TikTok, that's kind of really where it came from. Aren't, like, you know, law enforcement, aren't they searching? Um, or have they stopped since they got whatever they... I believe they've stopped. They're not looking for any more of Brian Laundry. What's the point? I guess. Which cause, is why... I, I, cause of death, you figure out more from more remains. I don't know. I have a feeling even though we don't know, they pretty much know he's he got eaten. You know, so sure, but uh, you know, it doesn't answer every question. It doesn't. I don't, know. And I does. don't know if they care to have an answer to all the questions. Maybe I, I don't know. All right, sure. I, I just don't know. Um, so she's looking for the rest of of him five hours a day. Does she work? Does she have a job? Clearly not. I mean, mm. I don't know. I don't know what job you have. That's like uh gonna need five hours in the middle of every day to go search for a body that was already discovered she ain't looking at night in the case right exactly yeah <laughs> she's looking at night they're gonna be looking for her soon Boom. uh the tiktok account has 1.2 million subscribers it, it claims that half of his remains were found implying that additional bones are still mired in the 25,000 acre reserve in uh sarasota it's a lot of land to look at that is a lot of land. Uh, of course, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. Our own uh, JSEPs believes that he wasn't uh, found. But I thought she went that. down there, and that's why she, he was found. Well, that was, was the original that... bit. I think she backed off it. Oh, she backed off Okay. She downshifted into conspiracy theory that it wasn't him. That sounds right. Yeah. I mean, um, I just, I can't. I'm all for, you know, the fun conspiracy theories like Bigfoot and JFK and all that stuff, but... I feel like not everything, you know, every freaking thing has a conspiracy theory around it. Nothing is ever just, this is what it is. Nope. It can't no. be. I think, don't you think we're past that now? I think we're past that now. I mean, one person says one thing and it's like, well, if there's a, a, a tiniest little kernel of truth to it, who cares about the rest? Yeah. It's like they found, they found his bones. Is that not, you know, they identified him. No, I'm not, unless I was there holding the beakers. I don't know. Like, I can't tell you if it was him. It's like, yeah. all right, then, then what are you going to believe? You can't believe anything then. This is Chronicles of Olivia. There's the lady searching around. So they talked with her and they, they found out she, do, she does this for fire. I mean, I, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of videos with her and she's just kind of like search unless this is just a bit. And here's the other thing too. I mean, I, you know, we're New Yorkers. I'm a radio guy, theater of the mind kind of stuff. What would it take? You'd be like, Hey, crazy old looking lady, take this stick and poke around, uh, you know, in the weeds for five minutes and then I'll put it on TikTok and get a million followers and get, you know, like, yeah, that's not, see, there you go. Not believe in anything you've shown. That I, that I get because it's not coming from any kind of authority. It's like, you know, just some person on TikTok. You can't believe any of that crap for the most part. But, yeah, and then they're like the sun picks it up because what do they care? Because they have a source here. It is the video. You know, they're, they're not like this is know. not the L.A. Times. But thank God. Thank goodness. The L.A. Times would put it behind a paywall and be like, look at this thing we found on TikTok. It's like assholes. Yeah. You want to you want to see it? Ninety nine cents. TikTok is free. Jerks. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I we're so we're so past 
reason. And I don't know, you know, people will act like it's the end of the world. Like, you know, like, oh, things are so bad now. I just don't know if it's that or if it's the fact that with the internet now, I, I, I my, here's my theory. My theory is, is we've always had this issue in society. We just see it more now because oh, yeah. of the internet. See, what we have to do is we have to evolve ourselves to recognize when news exaggerates or uh, maybe just uh, adds its color commentary or um, what's it called? Editorializes, stuff like that. You have to go through a story and go, all right, well, you have to pick out these are the facts Which and all the sad. rest of it. Well, that I, we mean, have to I feel do like, that. well, no, because that's the way it's always been. I feel since the beginning of people writing news, it's not unless it's written by a robot, you're going to have a person writing it and they're going to tell you, you know, it's not just going to be fact, 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 fact. They're going to say, well, I spoke to this person and this person said, and that's not necessarily a fact. It's just what that person said. And we can't. You know, you have to take stuff with a grain of salt. I get that. But when someone, when they tell you, the authorities say, we've done the dental records and, and it's him. Right. You kind of have to go on their side a little bit. Maybe you want to be, you know, you want to leave a little room for error. Fine. But it's not 50 50. If they tell, if they told you it's, you know, it's his bones, then why would I have any reason to believe it's not? I mean, this is a really good reason that it's that they would lie and make that up. Yeah, especially if it's something like, you know, and, and like <clears throat> the pandemic really brought this up because pandemic affects all of us. Right. So that mm -hmm. was something that I could see people getting upset about or having concern about. Sure. To your point, it's like this doesn't really affect anybody. You know, this is affecting exactly Gabby's family. That's really it. And, you know, and, and the laundry family to a degree. And that's it. Right. I mean, uh... We could choose to believe this one. Yeah, I mean, and if you believe it or not, it's not going to change your, you know, you, the way you go about your life. But I'll say, like, the more I talk to people, you meet new people, you know, you, 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 you know, just in the course of life, you know, doing flag football and all this stuff with my kids and you're talking to parents and stuff. People have a real, real distrust for everything. Government. Yeah, media. No, I, it's not unfounded. I get that. You're not supposed to believe every yeah. single thing you hear. I get right. that. It's not unfounded. You're right. Sure. But, you know, there's this comes a time where if, you know, the, the guy says, you know, you know, the guy on the news says, well, it was sunny yesterday and you didn't go outside. You kind of have no reason to, you know, you got to kind of take, go on a tiniest bit of faith a little bit every now and then. Yeah. All right. The guy was outside. I wasn't. He was there. I wasn't. He knows. I'll take it, you know, every now and then you got to just have a little bit of faith that there's no reason this guy would lie to me. And if there is, all right, I fell for it. Have a little but, faith. John Hyatt talking to that. Did he? No, it was more about having faith in him, but I guess it all works the same. It's, yeah, you know, general faith is nice. Have a little faith. What movie was that? Please stop. Was that in know. one of the ones with Travolta where he's an angel or something? Michael? Was it in Michael? I don't know. It wasn't one of them. I don't know if you're singing it right, but I, I, I don't remember that song. Have a little faith in me. The one where he's playing the piano. Boom, ba-doom, boom. Come on, man. John Hyatt. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, it's probably Michael if it's if it's a Travolta movie. It was one of them. I don't even know. Or phenomenon. It was that was it. I, those are the two I always confuse. Michael, if he was either an angel or a crazy uh, brainiac, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, yeah. he's in telekinesis and same movie. Let's put let's put my let's put John Travolta in a weird situation in the Midwest somewhere. That's basically nobody believes him. Some people believe him. Yeah, <laughs> it's same fucking movie. <laughs> it was we all still really love Pulp Fiction. Let's let's get another twelve bucks out of everybody. I kind of enjoyed those two movies. They were all right. And they were great. Well, it's fucking Andy McDowell. I'm there. You put Andy McDowell in a movie. I'm fucking. You got my twelve dollars for sure. Really big Andy McDowell fan. She's the best. Wasn't she like the worst character in Four Weddings and a Funeral? Um, is that that like widely known? Is that true? That might be true. Believe it or not, as much of a Grant, what the fuck is his name? Grant. Hugh Grant. Much of a Hugh Grant fan as I am, I have not seen that, and I know that's his most popular movie. So, like, if you look up lists of hated characters in movie yeah. history there's like jar jar binks and then andy mcdowell who hates andy mcdowell that's insane. in in that movie not oh. not in general how she's about great. uh groundhog day she's lovely she's great absolutely i'm talking about characters her character in that movie i haven't seen four weddings and a funeral i've never seen it yeah. but from what i understand from those lists she's not a great character I don't know what it is. If she's annoying or not, I don't get it. But question is: Is Andy McDowell or who was Ted Danson's wife? What was her name? Mary something. Steenburgen. Mary Steenburger. Steenburgen and her. Yeah. Who's better? Better. The kind of. I I feel like who's a better who's been better and yeah I feel like any time a movie came, those two were one. probably like. It's a good one. I would say. I mean. Uh, it's a tough one. I would say Steenburgen because she's more. Wow. I, I feel Old like cause she, she's more game for stuff. She was in Step Brothers and she, she she rolled with it a lot more. And, you know, I feel like Annie McDowell, while she rolls with stuff, she doesn't do those edgy, you know, comedies. Because she's in Step Brothers. You're giving, you're giving her the win for Step, Step Brothers, Brothers alone? Top for me. And, uh, and Back to the Future 3. She wasn't in Back to the Future. That is a big deal. That's a, that's a win column, right? There. That that's a big deal. But but Groundhog Day, I mean, Groundhog Day is huge. Yeah, it's, it's nothing to sneeze at. I'm not saying it's it's not a close race. It's yeah. not a blowout. But I go Steenburgen, Virgin. Plus, she's married to Ted Danson, so that that's a win too. That is big. That is big. But didn't didn't uh, Andy McDowell get a? Um, wasn't she like on a L'Oreal commercial or something like that? That's a big deal. Okay. I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm trying to pull it back into Andy McDowell's corner a little bit. Well, you're a big fan. I get her. it. I'm a fan. I love it. I think Are she's you? great. I'm a fan. I I mean, Groundhog Day. Uh, what else you got? <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking right now. <laughs> I'm like, there's got to be more movies. I I'm love sure there woman, are. And but I can't I, think of any. Oh, she was in a, actually, she was in a really good movie uh, called You're Next. I believe it's your, wait, was it You're Next? It's the one where the family... They have the game of hide-and-seek. It may have been called hide-and-seek. Uh, let, let me look it up. Um, it's like a, a horror movie, I guess. Let me see. Hide and... Right, you know when you go to IMDb and they put your like four big movies up? like It's Four Weddings and a Funeral, Groundhog Day, Sex, Lies, and Videotape, and Hudson Hawk. That's not a good top four. Hudson Hawk. 
No, it's your next. Is the it would have see. to be your next? It would have to be your next. No, it's n- what the hell? No, that's not the movie. There's I can't like. All right, you're looking up. You're you've got her uh, IMDb out, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Who? Uh, McDowell. McDowell. All right, she listen. Would... Here's here's McDowell's. Here's Steenbergen's top four. Oh, seeing that you're off McDowell. Step Brothers, Back to the Future, Part. Th- oh, these aren't her biggest movies either. Time after time in Las Vegas. All right, let me go back to McDowell. Okay, what were you asking for? Your next? It's not your next. It's a. It's another movie that was really good, and she was pretty good in it. Uh, Ready, Ready or, or not. not? Yes. Ready or not. Okay. That was a. I mean, and for all the people, there wasn't a lot of. Fam- she was the most famous person in that movie, and it was great. It was a really good movie, and she was pretty good. She played the mom in the of the household, and um, the main character. Don't remember her name, but she was really good. Um, Samara Weaving. Okay. She was very good. The Muse. What about it? You ever see The Muse? Uh, Annie McDonald was in The Muse. She was, uh, what's his name's uh, wife? The Muse is a awesome, awesome movie. How is she in it? So underrated. It, it's um, what's him call it? Albert Brooks. He's the screenwriter. Now I just want to end the podcast and watch the muse. <laughs> this this sucks so hard compared to the muse. Yeah. <laughs> to watch the muse. Hey. It was Albert Brooks, and he's married to Andy McDowell, and um, he's uh, he's a uh, like he's got writer's block. He's a screenwriter and um, fucking meathead. What's his name? Oh. Uh... Uh yeah okay. And Meathead tells him like, oh, you gotta, you got There's this woman, and she's like a muse. Like she'll she'll get you to write. Like you know, you're right, unbelievable. And the muse is Sharon Stone, and Sharon Stone is in it, and he she's like telling him all these things. It's one of the best albums. I hate people like broadcast news. Muse man, the muse is where it's at. It's one of the best. What movie? Albert Brooks movie. Oh, Albert Brooks. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell is his name? Meathead. That's Carl Reiner. Uh, Rob Reiner. Rob, Rob Reiner. Reiner. There we go. Thank yeah. you. All right. Who's awesome? Rob Reiner. Muse um, is awesome, though. Fucking Sharon Stone, Jeff Bridges, Sybil Shepard, um, Jennifer Tilly, Bradley Whitford. Uh, nice. Scorsese's in it. Scorsese's in the fucking hysterical. I got to see the Muse. Oh, you haven't seen the Muse? You would no. love it. All right. You would love it. Cool. All right, All right I'll put them neck and neck. McDowell and uh, it's Steinbergen. It's neck tight. And neck. No, I'm gonna give it to Steinbergen. She's been in a lot. Of, she's been in bigger shit. Yeah. She's just been in bigger stuff. Uh, let me see here. Grace and Frankie. She's been on Curb Your Enthusiasm too. You can't argue with that. Um, she was great in Step Brothers. Um, yeah, Back to the Future Three. 30 Rock, Bored to Death, she was in. There's, yeah, I think The Proposal with uh, Speed Girl there. What's her name? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, thank you. Yeah. I think that, yeah, eh, they're neck and neck. Elf, come on, Steenburgen was in Elf. Elf. Ah, see, now she wins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's over. I'd love to get those two on a project together. I think that would be hysterical. I'm in. Right? Steam Dowell, we'll call it. Steam Dowell. (laughs) 
What was the one from Friends? Phoebe. Remember, she was in a movie about being uh, in a show about being like an actress or some shit like that. Yeah, I remember that. It was like two seasons or something. Yeah, I'd like to get the two of them in something where they're just constantly like Lisa Kudrow. They're like just interchangeable into movies. And it's like, can we get this one? Can we get that one? I like it. Be, to the point where like they're like, I'm I'm not feeling well. Can you? I booked this movie over you, but I, you know, you want to take it now? It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Seems like it's good for an episode. It might not be a series. Yeah, it might not be a whole series. <laughs> <laughs> might not be able to sell that as a series. But. No. All right, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. I, now, forgive me. I have a lot of things going on. I got a lot of psychopaths I'm keeping track of. Which one is this one? He shot some people in a protest so, or something? Yeah, last year there were uh, Black Lives Matter protests going on. He went to... Um, let me, uh, look at Did he not believe town. they mattered? By the way, I have neglected to tell you this, Frank, and I, I have, it's been killing me for days. I'm driving the other day there's a couple days after Halloween. Mm-hmm. I drive past this car and it's got a sticker on the side and it says no lives matter. And as I'm putting it together, I look up just above where it says no lives matter and it's Jason's mask with a knife. And I've I was seen like, that. That is phenomenal. I've seen that. Yes. Yeah, like talk about a joke that pulls off a joke in a blue lives black lives like not yeah, really jo- jokeable material right it's, i thought that was so cute that's not that's not terrible that's it's like, like we could all it's halloween we could all have a little all, giggle well yeah. i'll just yeah take a step back look at it and go all right and it's then go true. back and then get back into it no lives um, matter to jason he's killing everybody no matter what it is very right. very true i thought that was adorable good sticker whoever had that very good so kyle rittenhouse uh he lived in one area he then uh oh is this the guy who drove like 45 minutes or something crazy he, he drove to another place with his ar with an ar he got an ar-15 he went to the protests and his defense is he was going there to protect property and help people if they were injured correct okay now, can saying. i say something here can i interrupt you please i wouldn't go to the next block over mm to protect somebody else's property. Mm. I'm not sure I would go to the next block over to protect an additional property that I owned. I right. just don't know if I'm this kind of a person. I know you're not. This seems a little nutty to me off the get. I mean, I understand the want to help people, but it's kind of like, nah, I don't think. Yeah. Isn't so it sometimes in- it's better off you just stay inside? Like, why don't you stay where you are? Let the authorities handle their, their end of it. Exactly, which is which is part of the prosecution's argument. Yeah, and if shit gets burnt down, which is terribly sad and tragic and very unfortunate and sometimes almost irreplaceable, insurance is around most of the time. Right. So he was uh, at the time when it happened. Is that a bad was, take? Am I going to get screamed at by the? I don't think so. Okay, you, go ahead. You, you know, if you're not an authority, you have you shouldn't be fighting. You shouldn't be starting fights. You shouldn't yeah. be. You know, protesting is one thing. You can protest. If you feel like you have to protest, protest. Go nuts. But don't vandalize and ki- and hurt people. That, that's not wrong. true. Also, that people should, yeah, it's not nice to burn shit down. Either. Yeah, no, that's that's not good. Peaceful but protesting is great. Go for it. Um, but so what he did when he at the time he was 17 when it happened. Uh, he lived in Illinois. He went to Wisconsin. It's Illinois, just so you know. I don't want you to sound like an idiot. Thank you. Appreciate it. 
He went to Wisconsin and walked among the protesters. And while he was walking around, he uh, was protecting an area. Someone like he met up with people and he was protecting an area with all these people. Like, but then they all had guns as well. He got separated. Someone approached him and was like, I, I don't know how this, the interaction started, but he wrecking Kyle Rittenhouse said he recognized him from before. And the guy was like, you know, I get you alone. I'm going to kick your ass, you know, whatever it was. He was, he was threatened him apparently. Then he, a little bit while later, the guy saw him again and started to aggressively approach Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle shot him four times, killed him, then took off, ran. Mm -hmm. Someone else came up to him and had a gun, I believe, had like a handgun. Um, wasn't pointing it at him, but had it and was approaching Kyle. I, guess, I think Kyle was on the floor at one point and he shot him as well, killed another guy. Um, I believe a third person was injured. Um, so his defense was he was he didn't want to shoot these people. He was acting in self-defense. The prosecution among saying, well, you pointed the gun at him. First, you shot an unarmed person. Second, you shot a guy who was not really a threat to you, who was not using his gun in any way towards you. And thirdly, you shouldn't have been there with a gun in the first place. First of all, he didn't legal. He wasn't legally allowed to own that gun. Seventeen years old. Ooh. was wasn't his gun. He, he borrowed it from someone, and he's walking around the streets with the gun, and I feel like a first aid. So he wasn't licensed to carry. Wasn't right. It wasn't his gun. Um, this doesn't is, sound I mean, good for Kyle. I don't know what yeah. happened in the trial today, but it doesn't sound good for Kyle. Right. So please, I mean, I'm not a court reporter. Please fact check me if if I. You could be these, though. These I mean, honestly, well. after this, you could pull it off. I think. I'm going from memory of what I watched. I watched the trial today. Yeah. I watched the prosecution examine, cross-examine him. Now tell people what you told me. What did I tell you? How? How? how you oh, were. it was like. Well, I was working. I was doing my work, and I had it on. So it was like four hours, maybe a little, a little more. I just had it on while I was working. That's a lot. I feel like we were we were talking about this last episode when you were gaslighting me that we got we finished the podcast on Friday, and Janine went on TikTok and started seeing the Travis Scott stuff, mm -hmm. and she got pulled down the rabbit hole and she watched like two and a half hours worth of Travis Scott videos. So the same thing happened to you today. Oh, I, you know, I saw it on Facebook. You know, there was a. It was live, you know, they were showing it. Mm -hmm. And you scroll down, you see like these pages, they're running it live. Like they had the court on live, you know, and you could watch the actual trial going on, which is right. Not very common nowadays, I feel like. You get you don't get the camera in the room. Yeah. But so I, I put it on my TV and I was watching it while I was working. And um and you know, it was it's they went through like they had video of Kyle walking through the streets. They actually had video of the two incidents, and you know, which I guess is which is another rare thing. But they have video of the two shootings, and um, so they examined that. And a couple of things that I thought were very, 
I don't know. We like the judge is 75 years old. Fine. He well, uh, something came up that the the defendant's uh, the defense attorney objected to, and it just caused it was so stupid. So the prosecution was like, "Here's a video of the shooting. It's from very far away. So we're going to zoom in. We're going to actually, you know, pinch and zoom in like uh, mm -hmm. on an iPhone." The defense attorney objected to that, saying that it will distort the image. And the prosecution was like, no, it won't. It's technology we use every day. It doesn't do anything to the image. It just zooms in. And the judge was like, well, I'm no expert on this. Does it, you know, does it uh, add pixels? Does it, you know, when you zoom in on an iPhone or an iPad or something like that, is it like, and, and, and the prosecution was like, I can't believe this. This is camera. We all have this technology in our hands. It's not distorting anything. You're just zooming in. It's like using a magnifying glass. And he's like, well, now you're going to have to provide an expert to say that. It's like, it's like we can't zoom in on this video until I get an expert saying it's not. This is the video. We're looking at the video. We're just zooming in. And they're like, nope, you got to get an expert to say that zooming in won't add pixels or distort it in any way. So that they had to do. Also, uh, there was another point where the, the prosecute this was this was kind of weird. The prosecution they did two things. They and they screwed they kind of screwed it up. And the judge kind of ripped into them, into the into the guy. First he brought up something that was agreed was not going to be brought up in front of the jury. They excused the jury and then the judge freaking ripped into him. It was like you can't really. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what, what he brought up. Um I can't remember what it was, but he brought it up, and the guy was like, I thought the door was open on that. I thought it was okay. And the judge was like, no, I said it wasn't, and there's no way you can go around it, and you're not bringing it up, and that's that. And the second thing was he brought up the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse's being silent when he was arrested as a negative, saying, oh, why was he silent, blah, blah, blah. And they said, screw you. It's every person's right to be silent that's basic constitution basic law right, you're not to right, say yeah. a thing yeah. and you don't get to you know uh drag him over coals for not talking when he, you know for that and i you know i agree it's it's part of your constitutional right you don't have to talk until you get you know you don't have to talk you get a lawyer and all that stuff yeah so that was a big that was like the big deal today that's when you see if you're looking around you'll see that the judge yeah, wasn't there? Is that when he was at the judge yelling that that which you played before before we got on? Yeah, he kind of just ripped it. They excused the jury, and they he the judge kind of ripped into the guy. No then shit. They brought, then they brought the jury back in. Yeah, and this was on TV today. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he kind of ripped them up, but you know, it's also like the, it's it's the judge the judge was a little like he he's worked with this prosecutor before, and they like. Is like a pre-existing kind of. I don't think it affects anything, but I don't know how they work together. You know, the judge and the prosecutor. So I'm sure they are aware of their eccentricities and all the all the matter, everything that they they do together. But it was interesting to watch. Um, but when Kyle Rittenhouse got on the stand, he, um, you know, they asked him to recount everything that happened, and he you know, he was crying for when he recounted that when he shot 
Oh, he was crying. So he said he, he shot the guy. And he was crying. Oh yeah, no, he definitely. He said, "Yeah, I shot them both. I, it was self defense. I didn't want to, but I shot them." Uh, and the, the prosecution was like, "You shouldn't have been there, and they were no threat to you." What did they say when? Like, did they ask him like, "Why did you go when you shouldn't have been there?" Uh, yeah, he went to. There was property there that he wanted to. I, I don't know whose it was. It was someone that he knew, I think, that owned, uh, uh, I think, a car place. I, I'm not 100% on that. There was a place there that he was protecting. And also, he brought, like, uh, first aid stuff. That's that was his. That's what he said. He said, I was going there to protect this property and to offer first aid to anybody. I don't know. He, he even told people, I'm a medic. I'm a, I'm a first aid, which he's not. He was 17 at the time. He told everybody, you know, I'm a, uh, an EMT, and he's not. He was 17. Like, he was 17. I was just going to say, like, this is the kind of shit you tell a kid. Like, don't get involved. It's not worth it, you know. Oh, he it, drove all the time, too. He doesn't have a license. You know, he drove down there. He doesn't have a license. He, he was carrying his gun. He, he was illegal for him to have that gun. Jesus. It was, You know, it's he shouldn't have been there. And he, these two people are, are, are dead. Who was he raised by? Brian Laundry's parents? Right. Honestly. So it was, uh, you know, it was hard to, to watch. They showed the videos. You know, he, you hear the gunshots. It's, it's terrible. Um, and it's just, you know what it is? It was a, a kid who shouldn't have, you know, you give someone who's not trained in any of this a gun. Yeah. They're going to panic and they're going to misuse it. And that's what happened. Well, uh, I was in my opinion, he, he just shouldn't have had the gun. And he shouldn't have been anywhere near this. And he was he's not a trained person with a gun. You know, he's a kid with a gun. That's all. You know, I mean, he seriously fucked up. Well, I was going to say, I don't know if this is an Italian thing or a New York thing. I feel like I say that a lot. But like, you know, we were kind of raised like, hey, if it ain't your business, don't get involved. I mean, you know, if you can get help for somebody, great. You know, but that was the other argument that the prosecution made when after you shot the first guy, you were across the street from a hospital. The place where he shot the first person he was literally or the I, I can't remember first or second person. He was literally across the street from a hospital. Number one. Number two, he pulled out his phone and called his friend instead of 911. They were arguing. You shot someone. And if you cared enough, you know, like you said, you did. You, you wanted to see if he was OK, all that stuff. Yeah. Why didn't you call nine one one? Why didn't you try to help? All this stuff, and it was, you know, he was like, "Well, I was running because people were chasing me and all this stuff." And so it's it's going to be a hard case for the prosecution, but there's a lot going against him. There's stuff that happened. There's one thing that you know, the stuff that happened that that four months later that they that the prosecution wanted to bring up. They asked the judge. Can we bring this up? It's a photo. It's a selfie of him. He was on bail or on bond or whatever that is, where he's set to go to trial, but he's released into the, you know, the world. He's out, and they, you know, he shows up for trial. He's not in custody, basically. And he went to a bar and he's posing for selfies. Four months after the incident, oh, he's posing for selfies, and he has a shirt that said "Free as." It said on his shirt, "Free as fuck." You know, and he wanted the prosecution wanted to bring that into evidence, and they were like, "No, it's, that was four months after the incident. It has nothing to do with the incident." 
I was like, I guess, but if you're trying to try to create like this is his mind frame. I guess if they show like if he doesn't have remorse, it doesn't really matter whether or not it was a crime or not. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, they're trying to I think they're trying to establish the prosecution was in that instance trying to establish that Rittenhouse. He didn't care about these these victims. Right. Right. And he's just he doesn't care about this truck. You know, he's not taking it seriously. And he thinks he's going to get away with everything. That's what they, yeah. I think they were trying to establish. And they, don't you wish we like, were nope. judges? Like, don't you wish like they could bring cases to the podcast and we could be like, you're fucking there. That's guilty. Yeah. I mean, when you look every at a face, ca- yeah, every case would be 45 minutes. Like that's it. You get 45 minutes. We'd screw a lot of people over. Well, maybe, but maybe we'd also get a lot of things right. and wouldn't allow for technicalities and shit like that. Maybe. Yeah. Eh, that's maybe the they- shit that annoys the hell out of me. When, when someone, Oh, they didn't finish reading their rights. I feel like we all know the rights by now, right? To be inside, right? For a lawyer, right? If you can't, you know, we all know them. You know right. your rights. If you don't right. technically finish it, that's it. You're you're done. You're, you're free to go. How could that be? Maybe knock a year off the sentence, but you're free to go. That seems a little weird. Yeah, it does. It really, really does. I mean, you murder someone and the cop who arrests you doesn't say the last couple of words in the, in the thing and that's it. You get away with it? That doesn't seem right. But that's why I'm not an attorney or a judge. I feel like you would be a good one, though. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. I really got to be honest with you. Um, Travis Scott, quick update on our last episode. All that's coming out now is how shitty Travis Scott has been at past concerts. That's all people uh, want to talk about. What? How? What it's just like, because like, cause even like on our... on. Our Monday episode, we talked about it's our last episode. We talked about how, like, there was videos that had come out already of him telling, like, somebody tried to steal his sneakers at a show, and he was like, "Get that guy, get that guy." He was like encouraging the crowds, like, beat up the guy who tried to like swipe his sneakers, Ugh. and um, they people thought it was from the Houston show where the people died, but it wasn't. It's just a past show where he was. It was just a past show, but now like it, people are just like people are coming coming forward. We're like, like every time Travis Scott said something shitty at a concert, which you know, I mean, like when people do concerts, like you know, there's a lot of concerts. It's just like finding something out there that we said that wasn't probably so great. It's like you do you you do this this much. There's gonna be you know. Now. I'm unclear a little bit on the uh, the Travis Scott incident, the the, the what happened. He encouraged. Like, I, I know people rushed the stage. People rushed the stage, and and it wasn't. I know that eight yeah. people lost their lives, but I don't know what caused. Well, it, it happened during his set, and then as people were trying to warn people, nobody like they couldn't get to them, and nobody was helping. And then people went up to Travis Scott during his set and said something, and then he just kept right on with the show. So we don't know what was said to him yet or when he was notified. He says he found out afterwards. Who knows? Who knows? We're going we're gonna to find all... I mean, everybody's suing everybody right now. So there's a lot of it's wrongful a, death suits. Oof, it's, a, it's a big mess. But yeah, it's like, you know, if you, see, if, if you see that happening in the crowd or if somebody comes over to you and says, look... Somebody died in the crowd or somebody's in trouble in the crowd. It, it's really your, I mean, I don't know if legally it is, but it's kind of your moral responsibility to get on the microphone and be like, hey, where is this happening? 
Everybody take a step back. Like, like there's somebody's yeah, in trouble. Stop the show. The, yeah. We have a problem here. Right. And, but there's one point where you can see it's like a little, am, not an ambulance, but like a little like golf cart with a siren on it, like trying to get to the crowd. I mean, he, he could have at least been like, hey, everybody, let's get out of the way of that truck and let it get to where it ever needs to get to. And tell me where it needs to get. You know, it's chaos. There's 50,000 yeah. people there. Yeah. You you have the the vantage point. Be like, where do you need to go? Where's the issue? Make some noise, and then everybody get out of the way. You know, you could have saved a life. Who knows? I mean, I don't really know. This is all alleged right now. But yeah, when did he find, when did he find out? What could he have done? What could he have done? Yeah, we'll see, I, mean, I guess he said he was devastated, but he put out like a statement on on uh, Instagram, and somebody pointed this out to me. Like I, I didn't bring this up last podcast, but somebody pointed this out to me that. He put out like there was like a filter like on, on like on you know how you have like instagram yeah. filters he put like a That's, black and white like film filter on it like that kind of takes away the gravitas right a little bit and i thought uh, that was a little odd it's like are you expressing your grief with a fucking tiktok filter right now mm, mm, mm. i don't know bad choice um speaking of which though uh jeffrey tubin he was talking about um, before we get too far into this, Tubin was talking about oh, who the fuck was it? Now I just lost it. It was either Scott or Rittenhouse. Uh, Rittenhouse, and just like everybody's like, oh, the guy caught jerking off on Zoom is gonna tell That's, everybody else how to live. That is the only thing he's gonna <laughs> he's remembered for. Yeah, the guy jerking off in a meeting. <laughs> And I'm like, you can't, how could you have this guy on your network anymore? Like, again, I'm not cancel culture guy. I'm not fire everybody, but it really, you can't have it both ways. You can't be like, no, you you can't Don't fire everybody. But now it's distracting because that's all I think about when I, when I say it, but yeah, and it kills your credibility. It's like, he should have been thinking about that. Oh, I mean, he lies. Should you have been thinking about it when you were cranking one out on the fucking, you know, he's not credible. It just means he's, he's horny. I guess so. Like, he could be the most honest guy in the world. He likes to, you know, what are you going to, you know, he likes to get his tubing on. Yeah. Yeah. He All right. Go Frank. Tubing every now and then. Sopranos crew. What do you got? It, it was, yeah, it was, it was Rittenhouse. Uh, Jeffrey Tubin, who masturbated in front of his coworkers on a Zoom call, accuses Kyle Rittenhouse of being an idiot. <laughs> well, I mean, takes one to no one, I guess. I don't know. Right. Right. Yeah. Insert joke here. Yeah, it's just tough. That's just a tough one. Um, Sopranos crew. All right, to Twitter for this one. Trending right now. Uh, at the Sopranos Club. Thanks to them for this great question. At the Sopranos Club. Pick two to join your crew. If you was a capo in the DeMeo crime family. Little Paulie, Benny Fazio, Furio, or Eugene. Who would you pick out of the four? Yeah, get a little close. I can't see them. I know. I'd probably go. It's tough. I'd probably go Benny. You got Uh, Benny. You got little Paulie, Furio, or Eugene. Based on the history of the show. Based on what I know about them in the show. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of unfair because Eugene hung himself okay yeah i was just gonna spoiler, say spoiler alert, alert. <laughs> the show is like 20 years old I mean, eugene I doesn't make it no furio uh 
good for when, while he was there. Good while he was there, but again, spoiler alert, falls in love with the boss's wife, has to exit in shame. Right. Goes into hiding. So little Paulie, good muscle, but fucks up. You know, Get, Gets his ass kicked a lot. Gets his ass kicked. Can take it, but he screwed up a couple of times, beating up the wrong people. Eugene, who did he beat up that was the wrong person? Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, what the hell is his name? The old man and his, and his uh, his son-in-law. The old man. They were in the car. What the hell are their names? No. He pulled them out of the car, beat up the son-in-law. That wasn't him. That was uh, that was Jerry the hair, the hair piece oh, guy. The hair. Not the hair piece, but the, they the call hair, him the hair. Yeah. I think right or something. All right. Like that. So little didn't little. All right, little Paulie. Little he beat up not... someone that was that was not right. Like it was like it was John's. It was the New York cruise. Someone and he fucked it up. I, I don't remember. I feel like he fucked up something. He beat up uh, the movie guy with Christopher. All right. All right so then I guess I got to go little Paulie and Benny. All right. But little Paulie gets thrown out the window yeah. by Christopher. And little Paulie also got hit by Eugene at the construction site. Remember, he, he smashes the glass in his face. Yeah, but Eugene, he wants out. Eugene wants out. And let's not forget, Benny got his ass kicked by fucking Artie. I mean, how tough can you be to get the shit kicked? Yeah, he'll do anything. But Benny is a a yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll do whatever you need. True. uh, I'm definitely going, who would you say? Little Paulie and Benny? Yeah. I mean, Furio's great, but I don't think he's got your best interest in in his mind. That's true. That's true. But he is the toughest one out of all of them. I think. Oh, yeah. He'll kick all their asses. It's tough. You gave me four shitty choices. Well, they're all shitty choices. They're monsters. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but of course, they're all shitty choices. But if you had to choose four for your crew, I got to tell you, I'm going to go the opposite, too, from you. Not just to be, a you know, a stickler, a dick? Here, but Furio and Eugene, because they they were they did everything. They, they were, were higher ups, too. They were high up. Yeah. They were making it happen. All right. Yeah, those, like, are, those are good choices. I like Benny, but you can't be on the crew if you're getting fucked up. All right. By so if we're, saying, if we're saying in their prime, then I have to agree with you. But if we're saying based on their history of the whole show. Yeah. Well, because you're know. picking you're picking off of longevity, basically. Right. Like if I t- okay. if you just snapshot all four of them in their prime, then right. yeah, I go with your two. Right. I go with your two. All right. So what does that te- what does that say? That says, uh, "Am I the boss now?" What happens? Yeah. You c- congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. You've been made, Frank. Oh, good. Good. You did it. Yeah. No thanks. Um. <laughs> all right. A couple more things, including the brothel that's offering up incentives for getting the jab. Uh, Paul Rudd, named by People Magazine, sexiest man alive. I missed out by like that much. They you called sure me. Did. I said, "You know what?" Paul's been around, you know, longer than I, I give the Paul. By the way, the funniest response to this ever was from Judd Apatow, who wrote, I may have a problem with this. <laughs> because Why? Paul Rudd's always kissing his wife in the movies, basically. That's hilarious. Isn't that <laughs> fucking funny? That's I thought funny. that was hysterical. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Okay, you know, and it's funny because everybody talks about this, but he literally, he went from clueless to sexiest man alive. That's a hell of a run. He's been around a while. He's 50, 51, 52, 51 years old. And he, he's, 
he looks like he's 25. I saw a great meme of him where it's like it's four pictures of him and it says Paul Rudd at 20, Paul Rudd at 30, Paul Rudd at same picture. Same picture. <laughs> yeah. I think his funniest thing was when he when every time he appeared on Conan, he did the the, the Mac and me. Like he would he would be there promoting a film. Oh, and they played that weird old movie or whatever it was. So whenever he would say, "Oh, we have a clip from the film." And Paul Rudd would give them the same clip from Mac and me of the the kid in the wheelchair going off a cliff <laughs> every time he wouldn't yeah. promote the film at all it would be that okay I think what bugs me so much about this asshole getting this ooh this prize harsh words is that he's funny okay you know what I'm saying like a lot of these people like it's easier when you have like a face and an airhead getting this thing because you're like well fuck that at least I'm funny like Paul Rudd is kind of really funny. Like to be so funny and good looking. Is what you're saying? Very so, very much so. Very, mm-hmm. very much so. Yeah, I had a big problem with this because this is what this is what because I feel like women and and gay guys are gonna be like, you know what else too? He's not just adorable, but he's funny. And then it's like, well, fuck. He's I, the full package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hope he he doesn't have a full package, and that's one right. strike against him. All right there, you go. But something like, tells me he's the perfect man. Where it's like, if it's like Brad Pitt, you're like, yeah, well, he kind of, you know, well, he might be abusive or something like that. We don't really know. You know, you're like, at least, on, you go, hey, on, at least I'm not abusive to you. You know, you can adopt all the kids you want. I'm never going to walk out on them. Right. Know? Yeah. You want, you want your sexiest man alive to be flawed in some way. Yes. You don't yes. want a perfect Paul Rudd. He's kind of got a perfect thing. And also, is he that good looking? I don't even know. Like, I don't know if women. Well, in the photoshopped airbrushed picture that they have on the cover of people. Yeah, it's a horrible picture, actually. He looks very mannequin like and flawless skin. Yeah. No stubble. You know, he looks very, very plastic. Yeah. I feel like that's not the real. I mean, I feel like you show him you show a real picture of him. It's, he's still going to be a good-looking guy. You know, you don't have to airbrush the shit out of Paul Rudd. You don't. I really wish they would stop airbrushing the shit out of these pictures. You don't have to. He's a good-looking guy. They don't look good. Yeah, I mean, who? he wasn't that good-looking in Anchorman. The mustache and the long hair didn't help. I know. He was funny as hell in that, though. He's, right, he's if, if you had to pick the sexiest man alive, who would you pick? Uh, present company excluded. Thanks for saying that. I wasn't talking about you. Yeah, I know, but it's still uh, made me feel good. Okay, okay. Um, sexiest man alive. Who's the sexiest man alive in your eyes? I don't. I haven't even really thought about this too much. Uh, it's a, I don't know. He's a good. He's a good candidate because it's not just about looks. It's about him too. Personality, I'm sure. Like you said, yeah, I wish funny. it would just go back to looks because those of us with personality at least had something to stand on. You know what I don't understand is the the. Um, the attraction of Gosling, Ryan Gosling. I don't see what's so what's so. Everybody sees him as one of the most attractive people. Mm. I don't see it. I, I think he looks kind of goofy. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that he's like the perfect looking guy. I don't. I don't see it. Honestly, I have a poor opinion of anybody who's attracted to men. Being a man myself and knowing how horrible we are, I just feel like we are terrible people. I think I think low of people who are attracted to men. I don't know. Chris Evans, I think is, is could be up there. I'm so I'm tired sure, of the Chris's. I'm sure uh, Hemsworth. You can put any of the most of the Marvel people in there, and you and you, you, you got know a good what? shot. 
that Chris Hemsworth is a like you like if I had a like if I'm like oh who was gonna be like super attractive I feel like Chris Hemsworth blonde he's got that Australian thing that yeah. feels more manly than than most I don't know Captain America man yeah they love that Chris Evans right Chris yeah. Evans is a good guy yeah you know I'm sure Hemsworth is a good guy too plus Chris but... Evans didn't he accidentally tweet a picture of his dick and it was like huge if that didn't put him over the edge asshole that should have gave him the trophy right there yeah i mean here's my wiener accidental shot on my dick for everybody uh john ham's a good looking dude sure i think uh i don't think he's better looking than than paul you know paul i think paul rudd or chris one of the chris's are better looking here's why here's why i know this is gonna sound horrible Here's why I think I'd, I'd pick Ham over most people. Not to don't do this, kids, because I don't believe in it and I don't do it myself. But he looks fucking cool as shit smoking a cigarette. Mm. You know, does he? That's the one thing I'll say about Tony Soprano. Like, I still don't get the sex appeal of Tony Soprano, whereas most no. women will say it's the power and this and that. I think Tony Soprano look cool as fuck smoking a cigar. Ugh, I just, you know, I think that's part of the appeal. I don't get the whole smoking thing. Like, it, there's like maybe three people in the world that can pull off looking good smoking, and I don't, I don't even know. Because to me, I just get that smell, and I go, ugh, just a, it's a huge oh, it's, turn off. It smells disgusting, but it does. Cigars and shit. cigarettes, I can't. Yeah, if you watch Mad Men, like like Ham ugh. smoking a cigarette, and everything, that look cool as fuck. Yeah. So I watch uh, my wife and I are watching The Crown now. Mm. Everybody's smoking in that. Oh, is that right? Oh, it's every every scene. There's at least three cigarettes going. Did you see um, there's a Christmas commercial with John Travolta's Santa Claus and... Uh, yeah. Samuel and Samuel Jackson, L. Jackson. That's right. Yeah, that, that was kind of funny. Yeah. Like to see, uh, Nice to see them together again. Yeah. Yeah, it is nice. That's a little... Uh, what was the other movie they Pulp were in? Pulp Fiction. Besides Pulp Fiction. Weren't they in another one together? Oh, no. Not coming to mind. Yeah. Um. Why did you gaslight me? We talked about this. Okay, so you blew off last episode because you were out partying with... A, I think you were on another podcast, if I have to be totally honest That's with you. probably it. And then I went to go drop off that very shirt that you're wearing. I rang your doorbell twice. I did not hear a doorbell. How did you to not be fair, hear it? It's not your fault. To be fair, my doorbell is iffy. Broken. Some call it broken. I call it iffy. <laughs> sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. But you didn't knock either. I didn't knock. I, I feel like people who knock are kind of assholes. Did you hear the bell when you rang the bell? I wasn't over. No, but there was a lot of things happening on the block at the time. All right. Well, I, I honestly, if I, I didn't ignore you, if I heard the, the doorbell, I would have came to the door. I probably should have not, but like your car was in the driveway and I was like, he's yeah, got to be home. home. I, I was home. Yeah. So you just threw it over the, my back fence you had to into throw the a, yard. Did the mug make it? Did the mug the survive? Fine. The All mug right. survived. It's an intensive care, but it's fine. <laughs> it will make a full recovery. <laughs> and then I'm like, I left the stuff for you. Like four minutes later, Frank texts me back. He's like, oh, cool. I got it. I'm like, what? You were home? I'm like, I was home and I would have used the mug tonight, but. There was a sticker on it. I had to put it in. The, no, I didn't yeah. realize it. it's in the wash. Oh, of course. It's in the of sink. course. 
But then, like, you had said something to me. I don't want to tell people what it was, but I was really mean to you back just to be funny. And I was hoping to clarify that when I saw you and that I couldn't. And then that made me feel even even worse. I don't even remember what you said. I'm looking it up. You remember what I said? No. You, would you... you asked me, you were like, oh, can you want to do this? And I was like, with you? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> I, but like... I think I know you well enough to know that that's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. I well, guess. I don't know if your wife does. I feel like she, she does, does, but I feel like she thinks it's my real intentions anyway. No, sometimes. she knows. She knows it's a joke. She gets it. It's all good. But I, I felt like I needed to give you the explanation in person, and uh, and you weren't there. I think I texted it to you anyway, regardless. What explanation? Oh, for for the text. No, yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's yeah. don't even worry about it. I knew it was immediately. It was be a, honest. You just didn't want to chit chat. You didn't want to small talk it up. I never want to chit chat, but I would have answered the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, thanks a lot. Wave to the car. See you yeah. later. Slam. No, I would have answered the door. I'm not going to ignore the doorbell. 30 years, I know you. And it's like, fucking, let's not, you're playing, uh, let's creep down behind the couch and be quiet. Don't put the light, turn all the lights off so we don't have to fucking talk to this asshole. I didn't even know you were, you stopped by until you texted me. It's in your yard. Yeah. Over the fence. You didn't even open the fence. You just tossed it over. And somebody somebody criticized me, actually, last episode. They're like, you should have texted while you were there. I thought that was a bit much, though. That makes sense nowadays. Who rings bells anymore? I don't know. Unless it's a ring cam. Do you ring those or you just walk up to them? Oh, that's a good question. I refuse to ring any ring cam. You should see me. I should be a rider. You should just activate, right? Yeah. You don't have to ring them anymore. Yeah, I was at this uh, plate. I had to get microphones for this thing I was doing. Oh. And I walked into this place and it was like front door. And, uh, and like this thing like spoke to me. And I was like, do I have to ring this bell now? Because like, I kind of just announced to the entire building. Yeah. There's no point to the bell anymore. It's somebody's at the front door. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, 30 years, I can't even get it. Uh, get a fucking uh, I would have answered. cup of coffee. Not even a cup of coffee. Not once. You invite me in for a cup of coffee. A piece of cake. I invited you. Uh, sex club in Austria is advertising free sex for anyone who wants to get vaccinated on site. Free sex. Customers can get their jabs along with a voucher for 30 minutes with the lady of their choice at the club on Monday. <laughs> Damn. They get the A squad out though. <laughs> I don't know. Monday, what? Monday afternoon? I didn't see that before. That's the funniest. Part. Monday morning. When is it the quietest? We were near an uptick in business. Goo. <laughs> but this is really good. Should we do this on a Friday? Fuck no. We, we're doing good. Places packed on a Friday. What are you talking yeah. about? We don't got to do crazy. That. All right. So you come in Monday. You get a half hour. Can you imagine <laughs> being? You know, you're you're the, the 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 woman that that night, and you're like, all right. So all this is free. Great. <laughs> well, I would. I don't know. I would I've hope never... there's a tip. I've never run a brothel before, but I would assume the proprietor of such an establishment would pick up the cost. I don't think the ladies have to donate this, right? Should I don't know I, how it I, works. I would hope I would hope the ladies aren't just out of the kindness of their heart saying, "Oh, thanks for getting the the vaccine. Here you go." Yeah, I think it would have to. Yeah, I think the ladies have to still have to get paid. They should be, or or, or unless the place is like, well, because I'm sure there's shitty people that are running a brothel. Um, well, maybe not. I don't know. That was that was a that was you a know, assumption by me. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's a legitimate business uh, where it's legal and all that. 
but they might be saying, hey, if you want customers and don't want to get sick, it's best to get all your customers vaccinated so that they can come and visit you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And I'm sure there's tipping involved. The customers, I'm sure, tip the women. Just the tip. I believe in over. That's what I would call. I'm sorry. Just the tip. I would call that promotion just the tip. All you got to pay is the tip. Jab for a jab. Jab for a jab. In all seriousness, no. It's a bit much. I mean, I feel like this is just straight for publicity. Are they really doing this? Because it seems like I well, want. Of course, it's for publicity. I want people to be vaccinated, but it feels like this is a bit much. Like this is going. Hey, they're doing their part. I mean, yeah. if you want a cookie place and you want a you know free cookie. It's true. They we don't did... own a cookie place. They we own a brothel. Big deal out of all the breweries that gave away a free six pack if at their place if you got it. So you can only give out what you got. You run a brothel, <laughs> you ain't giving out cookies. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. Go see if Dr. Mop and Glow is still here. Dr. Mop and Glow. Remember from the Sopranos when uh when Big Pussy has the hurts his back in the in the brothel that they were at? I don't remember that. Oh, you don't remember? And the madam was like, see if Dr. Moppenglow is here in room five. <laughs> and they get the guy and he comes out and he's dressed like a maid. He's got oh, the head God. thing on with the with the duster and the <laughs> and the apron on. Oh boy. You don't remember that? that? Is, no, I don't remember that. That was at the first season. Uh it had to be. Yeah, I don't remember it. And I'm just rewatching them now too. I'm up to the sixth season. I was gonna say you're up to the sixth season. You should have I'm in and out, you know, my wife continues when I, you know, when I'm not, she'll watch it ahead of me. That is so funny. Cause that's what I do to my wife. Like I'll yeah. keep going and she'll be like, you know, which I don't care if it's something we've seen already. I don't care. Yeah. Here. All right. Here we go. Here's Dr. Moppinglow. I can't believe you don't remember Dr. Moppinglow. That's he comes out and he's wearing. The... He's... Oh God. That's awful. He's got <laughs> that's the terrible. apron and the gloves and the. That is a job you do not aspire to get. You can't see it, but he's got the. If you if you look on this one, he's got the little fuzzy. Uh, That's a hell of a career choice. He's got the dusting thing right there. Yeah, not yeah. great. Doctor Mop and Glow. All right, Frankie. See, we got to wrap it up. You got anything else? I'm good over here. All right, my friend. Uh, don't forget to uh, show pop pop that shirt up a little bit, my man. Get, give the give the people what they want. There you go. This is the stuff right here. Let's Look at that. Silhouette. That's the silhouette right there. The trio. Uh, nice, comfy. There you go. You got the logo on the back. Logo on the back. It's beautiful. Comfy as shit, isn't it? This material is very soft. Yeah, we went premium on all the uh, on all the shirts. Good stuff. Yeah, all the way. Uh, you can grab you can grab your own uh, Anthony Down Air uh, merchandise, the Frankie C collection, which she's wearing, the J Sabs collection, which she was wearing last episode. A lot of that's what she said stuff on there. Um, of course, you can get the microphone logo and everything else, uh, the beer logo, uh, the wine glass logo, the coffee cup logo, all at shopanthonyonair.com. That's shopanthonyonair.com. Don't forget to our good pals over at Jumpstart Coffee Company, proud sponsors of this episode and all the episodes of the Anthony Down Air podcast. You can save 15% off their coffee, which is great unbelievable. Stuff. Unbelievable. Great, great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying everything like Larry David now because I'm watching Curb like crazy. Man, I'm watching Seinfeld, jumping around. It's great. I love like the earlier episodes where like, 
he was the voice for Newman in one episode. Yeah. You know, so, uh, a lot of lot of Larry David voices in the in the earlier seasons. Steinbrenner was his best though, don't you think? Oh yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> was great. Get some Jumpstart Coffee Company, save 15%, use the promo code AOA15, link in the description, or click the banner on the homepage of anthonyonair.com. We will catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much, everybody.